0: The Everyman Podcast. Pod pod. pod. Yes. Big Dog. Yes. Daryl Campbell. How are you, my brother? Bro, I'm great
1: now, man. I'm with my bro. Dude. So I'm good, man. It's been fucking forever. Long time
0: no pod. Forever. Long time no pod. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what. Today on the everyman podcast. Uh this is a this is a true true joy fun bro a lot of fun on this podcast uh we had our boys from False uh my favorite canadian band um zach and chance from Set, on the podcast and they have a new album uh dropping this week this friday it's called we follow or lead the way and it's available everywhere digital music is sold spotify apple music google Mm -hmm. podcasts amazon Mm -hmm. prime tunes uh, you know, you you can pick it up on the on the iTunes Music Store, and, yep. and all the links to download the music and stream it are going to be in the show notes today. Uh, if you're listening to this, obviously you're listening to this because this is only on the audio only version of the podcast. It's that extra oh, yeah. bonus that we give the true core, the original every man and every woman who have been in the Cosmic Canoe bonus. since day one. Bonus: We give them that bonus every man every week, every Got day, it, every way. The Every Man Podcast. Is Always good you. to get
1: extra, man. Always. Always good.
0: Always good. And and I'll tell you what, man, I'm fired up, and I think uh, I think we should just we should just kick it to our boys here with uh, Zach and Chance from False. Here we go. Boom. Joining us today on the Everyman podcast is quite honestly my favorite pair of Canadians uh they are some talented young musicians from our friends in the north they are the members of false set and they have a new album coming out this week it's called we follow or lead the way and it is available on all digital streaming platforms i've already pre-ordered it it's gonna automatically hit my account i got it locked and loaded i've already heard it it's fantastic ladies and gentlemen from false set zach and chance how are you my boys
2: we're doing great, man. Awesome, dude. How are you,
0: yeah. how are you guys doing? We're, dude. We're good, I'll tell you what, man. I'm a little pumped up. I'm pumped I'm up. We, uh, we've been talking about this for a while, and uh, Chance, obviously, uh, my man, you were on the podcast. Uh, a couple months ago, right as the beginning of uh, these uncertain circumstances. And see, mm-hmm. because this podcast is now audio and video, last time you're on it was just audio. Now we're on YouTube. So you have to re- refer to the current situation as these uncertain circumstances or you'll get pulled <laughs> off of YouTube. So, uh, just yeah. for that record, so the beginning of these uncertain circumstances, uh, you know, Chance joined us on the pod. We got to know each other. We talked a little bit about his story and, and how he got into the band and started up, you know, his whole little thing going on here with, with Dream Theater, working with them on the road. And uh, so, you know, if you want to take a chance to, well, how, how about that, take a chance, uh, take a minute to check out, you know, that episode in the archives. Um, so as we were working forward, I hear you guys have a new album coming out. I'm like, bro, we got to get this together when the album's coming out. So tell us, what's what's the deal, man? What's new with Fawcett?
3: Well, we're, uh, <laughs> we're always busy. We're always, uh, you know, we get together like three, four days a week. Uh, there's always new stuff up and coming with us, and always, uh, you know, little projects we have among ourselves. And we're always working, really.
2: Yeah. Um, right now, we're actually like today, we are working on something special for around oh, it, it like
3: Christmas time. Oh, I love the Christmas tune. There you
1: go.
2: Yeah, yeah. Every time Christmas rolls around, it's like two days before, and we're like, oh, we should have done something. So this time, we're like. Nipping it in the butt early on, so we get that over with and uh can have something really cool around Christmas time, yeah. Like Wait, a classic, classic song.
3: Cover. Christmas is great, man. Everybody's happy, everybody's in a good mood. It's the best you know. time of year. Oh, yeah, it really is. Last uh, last Christmas, actually, uh, our guitar player and our uh, and I, Braden Cozy, he he and I did a little uh, rendition of Carol of the Bells. Ah, oh, that's mm-hmm. a great tune. So it was pure guitar, there was like you know, some shredding going on, some riffage freaking uh drop A tuning. It was pretty cool. But we wanna do a rendition of a Christmas song this year as a full band with vocals. You know, like really just kinda of take it and uh make something cool.
0: Slamming. That sounds Slammin'. awesome, man. Now now Zach, a chance we're gonna get to you in a second, man. We've we've we'll save your uh you're, you're 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 just a drummer we're not really yeah you know we don't really talk drummers on this podcast or anything
2: um
0: so <laughs> so Zach what do you do in the band man for for our listeners who maybe you haven't heard of false Set um this is the first time they're they're kind of getting a chance to experience you T- tell us about what you do in the band brother
3: yeah so uh basically i first i was first hand a guitar player uh we've been you know we've been going at this for some time now and i uh, started out playing guitar and uh always always sang a bit like I had some vocal parts in our last uh, few songs but now I've taken on the full lead vocal role and uh, yeah it's something new for me something new for everybody and um, we're really digging <clears> stuff so uh, I'm happy with the sound and uh, yeah it sounded pretty good.
2: Best choice we ever made.
0: <laughs> well sometimes nice. you know it's the sometimes you just got to change your hat you know move, move yeah, around a little yeah. bit. So Zach, one of the things I want to ask you about, man, and I've, I can kind of relate to this a little bit to a certain extent. So, you know, obviously, uh, you know, I'm a drummer. Uh, I've I've had lots of experience in, in this wonderful uh, industry. And uh, when I was a kid, you know, my father, much like uh, Chance, and I don't know about you, Zach, but my father's a professional musician, and he had a successful career. And he was always there to kind of like, you know, he I I credit a lot of the, the reason I was further ahead early is because I had somebody who was already there. The same way that, you know, Daryl with his NFL experience, should his baby boy show interest, he's going to have a leg up because, yeah, DC already understands what it takes to be there, right? So you know, my dad, you know, he I don't think he ever missed a single performance of ours, and uh he always would be able to give feedback because, and, and the guys in the band would be like, oh man, that's really cool because they knew he, he is a serious musician. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously Chance's father, James, uh, is the vocalist for Dream Theater. And not only is he just a vocalist, but he's known as one of the most like talented, huge range, just powerful front men. And it's like iconic level, memorable vocalist. And, I got to imagine it's like a little stressful like you're coming over, you know, band practice and uh you know you he's like well you know maybe try it like and he's like Wah! you know like just to <laughs> like I I could just imagine that being like, you know, in the back of your head. So like what's that like for you knowing that like you've got this kind of resource to to learn from and pull from. I'm assuming that you do.
3: Yeah, no, it's uh it's great. I actually I I had never listened to Dream Theater before. I met Chance, but uh, when I- How dare you? What were you <laughs> doing? What were you doing? <laughs> what, what was Chance I doing? Chance like, what? Well, I was playing guitar. Uh, I was really playing guitar in my basement eight hours a day. That's oh, what I was doing. That's fair. Um, my dad actually, like, since we're bringing up uh, dads and shit, my dad uh, got me into music, got me into some early grunge stuff. So Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, nice. uh, oh, yeah. too, like shit like that, right? And, uh, I, man, I was like, I want to play guitar. And I remember saying to my dad, I'm like, I want to play guitar. So, you know, sure enough, got a guitar for Christmas, started playing. And, uh, after a while I knew I wanted to be in a band and I was like, I really, I want to be in a band. I was like probably 10 years old. And I remember my dad saying, if you want to be in a band, you have to be like really, really good at guitar. And I'll never forget that because he said, you need to be really good, like better than I even thought I had to be to be in a band. So that really gave me uh, motivation to like play every day. And I would, uh, you know, I would, I'd lay in bed going over the seven modes in my head, theory wise, just over and over and over again. And uh, I, I practiced for eight hours a day for probably like four or five years. Mm. And uh, then I met this guy, and that was after the fact. And uh, we, you know, we started making music together, and it just all fell into place. So, it was, yeah, wow, that's awesome. Well, you know what? Let's say you cheers
0: to cheers to supportive uh, papas. You know, I know my my pappy's uh, watching this right now. Cheers. To
3: back, cheers, to the Pops, Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's awesome, man. That's really cool. So cool. You know, but but just for my own amusement, what's it like? having like you know mr golden pipes be able to give you some feedback because when i'm listening to the record and i don't want to give any spoilers away but it, you know it's 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 coming out right around the corner and you'll be able to click the link in the show notes here to uh download it and pre-order it but what's that experience like knowing that you have that kind of talent around to be able to hey help me sing better maybe
3: yeah, I know it's crazy. He's, he's helped me out a lot, actually with uh, We went on a tour, uh, I think last year, and uh, I was like, "Hey man, like, do you have any advice for me for going out on the road?" Like I had you know, I, and our, our songs are pretty high, so I was, uh, you know, I was kind of worried to go on a tour and play the same songs like four or five nights in a row. And uh, he was like, you know giving me some tips and tricks on like, how he stays, you, know, vocally fit for every single day on the tour or whatever. And uh, I definitely took his advice because why wouldn't you, right? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> that's what I mean. So, uh, you know, I found myself getting up, going for a little skateboard ride around our neighborhood, wherever we were staying, uh, eating lots of fruit, stuff like that. And uh, I can say firsthand, it definitely made me feel better every single day. Just being healthy, you know, like not, uh, not eating like shit and, you know, getting the exercise in, keeping yourself physically fit for every single day.
0: You know, man, you you nailed it. And Daryl, how often do we talk about this on the Everyman podcast, whether it's, you know, with NFL athletes or professional musicians? I mean, we've even had this conversation with James LeBrie himself. And that's, you know, there's this perception that it's all fun and games and it's not hard work. But, you know, to, to really have the longevity required to have a successful career in either in sports or entertainment, it's about consistency, And being able to do it week after week, year after year, not just like one or two good shows, but can you go out on the road and can you keep it together for six weeks? And, um, you know, those little things like, you know, getting your rest and, you know, maybe you, maybe you got to keep your mouth shut for a couple hours just to to save your vocal cords and things (laughs) like that. Um, You know, when I was doing that kind of gigging, you know, I was really careful with my, with my hands and my, my joints and you know, I, I told this story to John Petrucci. I went, we went bowling right before we recorded our album and I was like holding a bowling ball, like an idiot and it slipped (laughs) out of my hand and I almost broke my wrist and like, I caught it and like, thank God I caught it. But like just a stupid bullshit (laughs) messing around can like end your, you you know, end your career. So that's uh, it's really good that you, that you have that perspective. And yeah, no, I
3: definitely think that's important on that note. Actually, I, I had a few uh, incidents too where I thought my guitar playing career might have been over. Whoa. I uh, got a boxer's fracture in my, oh, which is my, like my finger hand, right? And I, are you, are you gonna tell them how, how you did it? Yeah, yeah how did, did you know do that? Yeah. And here we'll, we'll back it up. Uh, so we were jamming. Mm. It was band practice day, and uh, <laughs> I guess I had cut my nails, right? And start one of them started bleeding, and I was playing a solo, and I was just fucking. Hurting like a motherfucker, and uh, I got super pissed off. Put my guitar down, and I punched an office chair. Right, naturally. Oh. <laughs> so that office chair fucked me up for six months because I had a boxer's fracture, my pinky right here. Cast everything like hand cast. I couldn't even play guitar. The hell and was I this have,
0: chair made out of?
3: It was made oh, of it, it was leather with, with uh, plastic arms. So it, I hit, oh. I hit it wrong, and it. It totally screwed my hand. <laughs> oh man. And, that sucks. Uh, yeah. You can imagine how worried I was for six months. Oh yeah. I had this
4: cast. Damn. On, I'm like,
3: man, I'm like, I don't even know if I'll be able to play a G chord after I come out of this, you know, like I had no idea, but uh, they got the cast off and I sure it felt weird for like a week or two, but it just, I was lucky. Got back to it. So it, it wasn't a big problem, but uh, it set us back a little bit. We, we were planning to play a few shows in that time period and, yeah, they're they they were, were gonna,
2: <laughs> they gonna be like really big basement shows too like a whole 20 people so right hey man unfortunately <laughs> we missed those you
0: gotta you gotta uh, you geez. gotta get the reps in you know what you do during the
1: downtime exactly like what like what do you were you not playing or were you just kind of like you said when you were like in the room when you were a kid just going through the chords in your head like yeah a different you, know,
3: you know what i had been working on a lot of songs at the time and uh I think I kind of took that time when I couldn't play guitar to really focus on, like, songwriting in general, you know? Gotcha. So, uh, you know, I had started a few songs, and I had a few things open on my laptop, and I would just dive in, not being able to play guitar, which is my main instrument, but I, uh, you know, I still was writing, and I was, you know, just kind of doing everything I could without being able to play guitar. So it, it was good in that way. You know, I feel like maybe that helped me uh help my writing skills and stuff. I maybe got uh, sweet I had a few different thoughts in my head because i couldn't play guitar right so yeah might have do, been, you, yeah, do all happy.
1: you guys like uh you know can like get together for the writing aspect of it, or is it just you or chances that right. you two you guys kind of powwow about it or how does it well,
2: work how it always starts is uh yeah grab me one too, buddy, yeah. <laughs> What are you? What are you drinking there? Paps? We're not, we're not a,
0: proud of it. We're not proud of it. But we're ju- just drinking Bud Lights. Okay, no, dude, that's good. I mean, oh, you, yeah, it's, that's, there's that's nothing awesome. wrong with Bud Light. Good. I just yeah. in my in my head, I was thinking like you guys are Canadian. You gotta be drinking like Labatt Blue or something. But uh... <laughs> or Canadian.
3: Yeah.
0: Or what? There's just a there's just a Canadian. Molson. Molson. Oh, Molson Canadian. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Coors, Coors Molson Triple Mal- X. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah,
2: they're they're both Coors and uh, Molson are both owned by course yeah i didn't know that sweetness
0: yeah there's only like four companies now left of beer like all these all those little small breweries got bought up by all the big uh the big companies you just that's what all these micro breweries are hoping for it's like you know i I
2: think i think molson canadian was like the first brewery in canada and it was like in the 17 or 1800s and uh then coors bought them out like 1900s or something like that and so now it's all it's all American-based.
0: American-based Canadian beer. Canadian American beer yeah. God bless America. <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> so, so tell us more about the, you guys were talking about the writing right. process. Well, every song
2: as of like the past two to three years starts off with an email from Zach, and it's a demo that's like 90% done. And then from there, I'll write my drums over it. And then from there, we'll all come together, jam it out, and... Add stuff, change some stuff around, look at the structure of the song, look at what we could maybe change, how we could make it better. And then that's uh, the normal writing process for us. Yep. Um it used to be like in the early, early days when we started writing, it was uh let's like the classic approach where we would all be jamming in the basement. Yeah. And all that would come of that is just amateur sounding garbage. So It was good. It was okay. It was great. It was was great.
0: uh, But
2: (laughs) this new process... Amateur
0: sounding garbage.
2: This new (laughs) process really allows Zach, our main composer, to just sit down with his own thoughts. And whether it's a day or two or a month, um, he's able to write a great piece of music and go back and revise it a million times before he presents it to us for us to add our elements to the song.
3: Mm -hmm. No, I, I... I think that uh, the way we have done it and have changed how we're doing it, I think it's all, I think it all works for mm, sure. Yeah. But uh, I think like if I have an idea in my head and I just want to like try to put that idea into a song, I definitely like to be in solitude for some of that time. I like to sit down and just get that image that's in my head completely out. Gotcha. And then from there we can really take it and, Pull it apart and work on it as a band, and like I really love the element of working with these musicians to write and finish a song and and do all that and get it all finished and ready to go. I think it's really uh, it it brings another type of like music musicianship to the table when we're writing a song. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent.
2: Now,
1: does that like when you have that idea in your head and you need that solitude? Is it like all right? the world's stopping right fucking now. I got to get this thing done before we move on. Or is it like, hey, we kind of process it as it goes along, even though I'm still in solitude on this single idea?
3: Well, it depends. I mean, yeah, for sure. I think sometimes if I have an idea, I will I'll probably sit there and walk around and pace listening to something and I'm trying to like, I'm I'm thinking of this, this extra element I want to bring to it and I'm like, okay, I'm like, no one talked to me for like... <laughs> At least the next four hours. And let me just keep work. And then... He's serious. Like, Yeah, no, I'm serious. <laughs> and then... Uh, serious. Oh, no, not you, Siri.
1: Oh. <laughs>
3: <Stay out Seriously. laughs> lot,
1: That's serious That's awesome. <laughs>
3: uh, but yeah, other times, you know, it'll take... You know, sometimes I'll be trying to get a sound out and it just won't... It's not happening, right? So then yeah. I go out and get a, get a beer with this guy. Yeah. Revisit it the next day and then... Stuff starts uh, coming out again, so yeah. Yeah, usually, usually <laughs>
2: right after I buy him a couple of beers, it comes back to him.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah does That's well. Cool. You know,
3: I think when you're when you're young and you're
0: first starting out, you know, being in a band and and it's it's funny. Like I, I kind I of, sound sounding in a weird way, but like I look at what you guys are doing, and I I was thinking today in the car when I was listening to the record, how much it kind of reminded me of like where I was when I was your age, you know, and like just how exciting it all is and how much, how great it is to be with your brothers with a common goal and, and a common creative energy, and then getting to perform that, that art together with, with your brothers. Like it's like Daryl relates to that so much with football. It's the same thing. And it's why we, those of us that have these callings, whether it be professional football or, you know, um, music at this level, not just like a, A listener but you need to be the music Um, it makes you want to really you know be a part of it and and dive into it and um, it just reminded me of of that you know seeing seeing you guys and and what you're doing right now getting ready for the album to come out and um, I think it's really it's the thing about songwriting in my experience is that it's just like any other aspect of your performance you know it takes reps and effort and years and practice and shitty songs and shitty songs and, yeah. shitty, songs and shitty songs and shitty songs and then you write yeah. a really good one and then you're like yeah. oh now how did i do that and it's the same it's the same exercise as you know chance working on double bass right or blast beats or or becoming you know, kind of ambidextrous as a player. I got to a certain point where I was like, you know what? I have two drum kits. I'm setting one up left-handed and I'm going to just play left-handed and I'm going to focus on playing completely left-handed in my off. Like I still have my practice time, but I was like, I'm going to spend an hour of this practice time just playing left-handed. And that built up a muscle of like one brain, you know? Mm-hmm. same way with songwriting you know you just you exercise that muscle and and you know what whereas now you might need to go step away for four hours in 10 years if you keep it up man you know you'll just be like ah let me go write this you know i heard i was listening to a, a podcast with a, a, another great canadian um what's his name mike kroger from nickelback chad's brother and he was talking about how they were in the studio and then like chad they needed lyrics they needed one more song you know and Chad was like, hang on, I'll be right back. And he went into his car and in 20 minutes wrote that song, Animals. Like he wrote the lyrics to Animals and they were were the same lyrics in the car that they are on the album and they only did two takes of the record. And then that song became this massive hit. And just like, my point is, it was probably hard for him the first time he wrote that big hit. But then like when you've been doing it for 20 years, you're like, I'll be in the car for 20 minutes. I'll be right back. Boom. Here you go. You know? And it's like, to us, we're still like, what the fuck? How did you do that? You know? Um, so uh, it's a journey, you know, and and the songwriting is, is the hardest part.
1: Can, yeah. can I, can I talk about one thing though, real quick, because I don't,
0: am I able to talk about like the tracks and stuff before? It oh, please.
1: Comes out? I'm, I'm good. All right. So check it out. So, Track seven, dear heaven, dear hell. Like I love that's a, like my favorite track. And then the writing specifically because I'm really big on the words. And like if something hits me, I just kind of lose my shit and I'm like playing it for like hours straight. So so like the the, the part where it says standing on the front lines, if I go in, and it, it's suicide. And then the like fucking music drops and it's like I'm not afraid to die. <laughs> like. <laughs> Dude, like that—that fucking moment hit me, and like I've been playing it nonstop all day here at NFL Films. Like my fucking the producer next door is probably like losing his mind, losing his shit. Like why? Why is he playing that same song like four hours straight today? But like, can you tell me like, like what went into the creative process with just that? Because like, that's awesome.
3: Uh, you know what? I think that uh, that song. I was at the time. I was obviously feeling pretty fearless. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah. And, uh, you know, I just, I, you know, like my life in general has been music for so long. And I think that, uh, you know, I came to a point where I was just so fearless to do anything like for our band and for my endeavor on music in general, just like, you know, it's just a, it's basically a statement saying, oh yeah, I'm not fearless, I guess. Oh, yeah. But uh, you can kind of, you know, a, a lot of the lyrics on the album, you can take, take them how you want them type yeah. thing. But they're uh, a lot of the time, they're a lot, they're they're vague. And uh, you can kind of paste the lyrics onto your own lifestyle or whatever, right? So it's kind of however you want to look at it. But for me, yeah, for sure. That song, the lyrics are just about being fearless.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that shit, when it hit me, it was, that was like an I'm all in, I'm kicking the door down. Like, I'm yeah, yeah, going yeah. to fuck shit up type. Yeah, I like, loved it.
2: You know, <laughs> yeah. Fucking, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. man. Yeah, yeah. That line's really empowering for sure. It hits hard. Oh, big
1: time. Big yeah. time. But, like, chills my spine. Everything's <laughs> all. I love it. I'm
3: glad you <laughs> like it, man. Thank you. Thanks a lot, dude.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. It, it like, that, that, like, <clears throat> I, so, like, I got all these, like, shirts in my, like, I probably shouldn't have all these shirts in my office, honestly. But like, I like listen to that, and I wouldn't grab this fucking One Punch Man shirt, like right here. And now, like, I was walking, around, I was like walking around all day, like, okay, if you if you guys fucking say anything to me, it's over. Like, I'm, I'm going yeah. on. Like that's that's kind of like what it has been uh, like for me today after listening to, listen to
0: that. So. To <laughs> yeah,
1: that's it, man.
0: Oh uh, man, that's great. Yeah, it's it's a, uh, you know, I was telling you guys before we got on, you know, I I really like it. It's it sounds it sounds modern. It sounds contemporary. It's familiar in that it doesn't sound like it's trying to be anything. It's not like it seems authentic, you know. And it's it's sometimes you can hear when somebody's, especially you, Zach, vocals. Somebody so, when somebody's really straining and they're like exposing their limits, but they're still trying. You that comes through, and you're able to perform in that. Register and in that space consistently through a whole record where you're not like ooh i I've had enough of this you know and and that's a hard that's a hard achievement you know with 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 uh when it when it comes to vocal performances and that's just you know that's my opinion on it, but i think it's I think it's fantastic and it's um if you you know our listeners that you know we've had some of the the best progressive metal Musicians on the show, you know, all the Dream Theater guys, between the Barry To Me guys, the guys Mark Holcomb and Matt Halpern from Periphery, and you know, dudes like Andy McKee. And um, if you if speaking to the Everyman audience out there in the Cosmic Canoe, if you, if you like that kind of music, you're absolutely going to love this False Set record. And you know, we don't um, we don't just dole out like, oh, check this out. Like, we want you on the show because we really like you guys, and we and we like your music, and um, it's a great it's a great record and I'm really excited for everybody to hear it. And I think it's going to be, I think it's gonna be hot for real. So, um, that's, you know, that's, that's the every man stamp of approval right there in it, big bro.
1: Here's my take. And this is, this is how I like judge all the albums that like fucking go on repeat. If it's like, especially with just like metal and rock, like if it at the core of it, if it's like, when I like eat fucking, like, how can I put it? um like Lemon Moraine or something it just gets me like right, right fucking here or it's like tag. right in the back and like you just get that thing and you just and you want to like headbang and like hurt yourself and then also if it's just brutal and fucking beautiful at the same time I'm all for it. I'm sold. Like you don't even I will I will listen to like one track for twelve fucking hours before I go to the next track and listen to that one for twelve fucking hours, just so I can really like dive in. And that's what this album is like to me. Like I just it just dude, it's it's I'm I'm all all in on it. All in on it. I love it. Thanks. Well,
2: Sam, boys, thank you so much. You guys have always been so kind to us and Thank you guys enough.
0: No doubt, dude. No doubt, um, and, and I'll tell you what. I'm excited to, uh, you know, once all these uncertain circumstances are over, I'm excited to see you guys on the road uh, because that's certainly something it's we're gonna, hoping, right? Yeah, I think I think we're gonna be all right. I think uh, I think some things are gonna happen and things will get better, and you know, we'll see. Cheers to that, yeah, dude. But um, yeah. so I want to talk to you guys about influences and kind of spread our wings here a little bit. So. Um, Chance, I've been, I've been kind of, you know, been putting the spotlight here on your man, Zach. So, so Chance, what are some of your, your musical influences? Like, as a drummer, you know?
2: I find, like, every, you know, everyone has their influences that will be their go-to that they say for the rest of their life, those people that influenced them when they were kids. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's always been, like, for this year, this is who is influencing me right now. Yep. And the next year, it'll be a completely different set of drummers or bands or artists. But right now, who's influencing me a lot um, is Nick Peterson from North Lane. Great band. Um, I've also been deep diving into Chris Turner from Oceans Aid, Alaska. Mm. That guy literally blows my mind. I cannot. He's, he's not human. He's, <laughs> he's not. <laughs> he's, he's proof that aliens are real um luke, luke, luke holland is one of those guys
0: oh my like, god he annoys walks. the shit at, he it's like you, you like the thing i love okay let me say this luke holland is phenomenal okay yes one of the best drummers walking but what drives me like nuts and really it's just jealousy is it's like how can you be like tall good-looking dude cool the best drummer on the planet have the respect of guys like Thomas Lang and Matt Halpern like clinicians like technical gods and also being a band that plays in front of fucking 50,000 people how is that possible like yeah, i thought
2: i thought you were talking about me until you started 50,000 oh, yeah
0: yeah yeah the tall handsome good looking yeah exactly cool yep yeah i was yeah it's up just uh, until that last 50,000 part but you know what i mean like uh, that guys he's a beauty i uh, he's I, a beauty I, <laughs>
2: I was able to have dinner with him and Jason Richardson with my dad one night, and he's one of the nicest
0: guys ever. And he's so humble. Sweet. Yeah. He's not well for himself. So Sweet. I'm so humble about it all. Yeah, he's a, he's a phenomenal, phenomenal drummer. Yeah. Glad you brought him up.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm um, I'm I'm the same way though, man. I get it. Like you go through phases. Like the last kind of year and a half, I've just been like in awe of Danny Carey. You know. Yeah. Um, like I got a chance to see Tool live this time last year, actually talk to your dad about it for 20 minutes. Uh on the on the podcast we were to just talking about how great Tool was. Um but yeah, he's one of those guys where you watch what he's doing you're like, how the fuck did you come up with that, man? Like what are you what are you doing over there? I need some of it."
2: Also another another artist or band that's really been influencing me lately uh is Bring Me The Horizon because mm. I really I know they get a lot of hate for the direction they're going, but I really admire them for having, you know, they're, they're not insecure about who they are as songwriters at all, and they don't care about what you think. They're just doing what they want to do. And uh, I really admire that about them, and I think their songs are amazing. Nice. They're writing good song after good song after good
0: song. And that's what it, all music comes down to is this song. So Yep. You know, they're they're one of those bands that I, did, I never went out of my way to see, but I ended up seeing them like three or four times. Like they were just on I, – I used to – when I was a kid, man, I – I would go to, I going to concerts, like three concerts a weekend sometimes. And um, they were like always on the bill of somebody else that I was going to see. And I was always so impressed with like it wasn't necessarily my cup of tea at the time, but uh, they were always great live. Um, so I'll have to check out some of that new stuff. But I, I, yeah, that I mean, I've never understood why people get upset when a band progresses and then brings in a new audience or changes kind of direction, you know, I mean, especially in like the progressive metal progressive space, like you look at between the berry to me, you know, is is one for sure where people are like, Oh, why don't you do this anymore, you know? And or like Mastodon, you know, um Gojira, even now they're get starting to get that. But it's like what, you think these guys are gonna be angry in twenty six forever? You know? Um, Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like eventually, they're gonna have to start writing songs about something else. It's it's hard. Oh, sure, man. It's just, sure, you gotta man. ask
2: everyone, like, what do you want these bands to do? Write the same song over and over again? Yes. Oh yeah. Because like, there's actually no <laughs> winning. Like, if you write the same song over and over again, people will be like, oh, they write the same song. But if you change it up, they'll be like, oh, I want the original
0: sound back. You yep. know?
2: Yep. You, can't you can't win.
0: See, but no. that's what I like about you know. I like a band having, having eras, you know? So Zach, what are, what are your influences, man? Currently, maybe all time, like who's your favorite guitarist of all time? And then what's, what's getting you kind of hot now?
3: Well, you know what? The, uh, the first influence musically, like I ever had was, uh, probably Pearl Jam. So early grunge, uh, vocalist Eddie Vedder. He, uh, that guy, man, he really made me want to get into music in the first place. So I just, I, I've actually, I've seen Pearl jam, I think once or twice. And, uh, it was such a great experience. I was super young too. And it was just, it was awesome. And, uh, that's definitely what made me want to get into music in the first place. Um, and it's hard, like I've listened to so much music too, and it's, it's hard to say exactly what my influences are, but I know that I've always loved grunge and, uh, you know, a lot of newer stuff too, is really great. chance was saying like bring me the horizon and newer bands like asking alexandria and stuff like that like that's one that that got a lot of heat for kind of becoming successful yeah for sure but i think uh you know over the past like 10 years i've seen how the industry and how the music has changed as well oh yeah And, and i like i just turned 21 this year so i kind of have seen all of that happen in the past 10 years in my adolescence and uh, yeah, I've kind of just taken it all in. And my influences vary from genre to genre as well. I mean, I love classic rock. I love hair metal. I love heavy metal. I love fucking death metal, post-hardcore, alternative rock, pop. You, pop. you can catch me cooking some dinner to some smooth jazz. Did you ever um, get into any yacht uh, rock? <laughs> What's that?
0: A little yacht rock. Yacht rock. Yeah, yacht rock. Like oh, like right. music white hey. people listen to on boats.
3: Oh,
2: with Craig. Yeah. yeah. We well, whenever we're on a yacht, it's with our buddy Craig and he's like this Rastafarian
0: dude with for <laughs> <crack>. forever. So it's <laughs> great. it's always like Jamaican vibes with him. You gotta love that, man. That that seems like oh, a yeah. I can listen to probably forty five minutes straight of reggae music. Yeah. Unless I'm like vacationing. You know what I mean? Like I can't really I've gotta be like having a barbecue or something. I can't I can't just throw on like all right, I'm going to listen to reggae all day. You know, it's just not my, it's oh, not no, my vibe.
2: That's the thing with a lot of genres for me. Like metal is my go-to because I can enjoy it pretty much almost all the time. But every other thing like smooth jazz I love and pop and all these other genres I'm really into, but I need to be in the mood to turn it on. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. I won't enjoy it.
3: Yeah. For me, I mean, for me, it's cooking. I don't know what it is. I just cook better when there's smooth jazz in the air. Oh yeah, um, I have like, to. I, like, I love
0: having music on when I'm cooking or getting like I'm a big barbecue guy. I'm oh, always sm- Chance knows he sees my my BBQ vids. I'm always I'm always smoking. And I got the, the Bluetooth on. I'm fucking dude, slamming guys,
2: Toto. He into that like he so got a smoker. He got a Traeger. Oh and, yeah, and a big Papa smoker,
0: and he's a smoke it. man now, huh? Going in. Yeah, it's not a bad thing. I mean, like every weekend, I'm like doing a pork butt or a brisket or a couple racks of ribs, and you know, Daryl comes over okay, and eats fourteen playing, hot dogs.
3: His dad, his dad, brewed meat for me actually because it's just, oh yeah, it's not good. Like I can't, I can't. He would all be smoked. Meat. How yeah. much so I'm having dinner? Yeah. Yeah. I can't find a better
2: smoked chuck burger anytime. Yep, no, sure.
3: So good. But yeah, I no. Uh, Lost my. Uh,
0: Lost my headphones there. Hang on a second. Uh
3: oh. Uh-oh. You into smooth jazz at all, Daryl?
0: Hell yeah, bro. Amateur.
3: Like
1: dude, like me and Kenny G are like best friends. I love it. <laughs> Look at this yeah. amateur hour over here. I'm you sorry. Have
3: uh, you ever listened to uh, Guthrie Goldman?
1: Oh yeah, Where? Guthrie oh, hell yeah. oh man. Great
3: I, that guy, man. His uh his one album, Erotic Cheeks. Erotic Cheeks?
1: They, have, they always have cool like fucking erotic cheeks. Like
3: that. Like only, only,
1: like only jazz albums have shit like that. It's awesome. Yeah.
3: yeah. No, it's awesome though, man. It's like my go-to when I'm like throwing together something for dinner. I'm like, okay, this is going to take an hour to make. So I'm throwing on some freaking smooth jazz. Get me in the mood, you know?
1: Oh yeah. I Dude, love what
3: you're cooking. cooking? Like what do you cook? Dude, I, I've, I've been actually trying to get more and more into cooking in the past couple of years, but yeah. I've cooked a lot of stuff. I, I actually have cooked some pretty good steaks. In Sweet. My uh, on that note I went to the keg uh, actually like a couple weeks ago and I was like, I can make that steak. Yeah. Nice. I'm like, you know we're, I mean? we're at
2: the point now where we can do better than the keg. So yeah.
3: We're getting there. That's
0: good. That's cool. You gotta work That's your cool. way up. You gotta you gotta work your way up. It's it's it's, it's a journey. It's a journey, fellas.
3: Yeah, man. But no, yeah. I love I love cooking lately. i I'm, I'm trying to get more and more into it, but you know, just uh, growing some peppers in my backyard actually.
0: Sweet dude. Oh, you're going full service. Fresh, oh, yeah. bro.
3: I I enjoy it. I forget about life and I forget about everything that's going on and I just dive in. <laughs> Look, Look at Chance, Dance Dance is like, I've hey. never seen you cook. <laughs> I, I was a cook at that Irish. Uh,
2: actually, place. hey, yeah. No, actually, every time the band's together at like a hotel or in a studio, he whips up the best breakfast ever. I like, do. And is- oh,
3: totally
1: I was just about to ask you: Are you a breakfast guy? Like, what's your what's your what's your breakfast meal? What do you what are you good at?
3: <laughs> French Go toast, like.
0: No breakfast,
3: oh man, I breakfast. love
0: breakfast, Daryl. I love it, <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> let me let me just say let me let me just say because because I got a different take on this breakfast this is to the every man specifically. I know we always talk to the every man and the every woman, but there is not a more important skill for the young every man to appear more impressive than you actually are to a to a young lady than to be able to cook above average breakfast like if you can mm. if you can not like. Anyone can cook a shitty egg, but oh. if you can fucking just put three hours of effort ah, into bro. into reading some Gordon Ramsay about how to yeah. really do it like eggs properly, and then like, then maybe someday you got some lady who slept over, you had the good Friday night, now you're trying to take it to the next level, and you're like, you know what, let me make you some breakfast, and then you nail the breakfast...
3: And they're like, what the fuck? Yeah, right. You know, I'm telling
0: you. I, listen, th- I'm telling you. This is this is how, <laughs> you know, I've, I woo my fiance with with eggs. Oh, um, tail, man. That's it, man! That's how you do it,
3: but, It's, it's how you do it, man. It's
0: vital. I'm going to tell you guys, the cherry on top is when you bring them
2: a cappuccino right next to the breakfast. If oh. you can do it, man. Since
1: I know you pull it, I know you over there pulling them. I, mean, I know you are. <laughs> it's the beanie. I it's the beanie. He's the Dude, barista. it's the beard, bro. That's what it is. That fucking yeah, beard.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. John, by the way, nice beard, man.
0: Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a couple good beards on this one. Yeah, I kind of just, I don't know what I'm doing with this. I don't know if I'm going to leave it or keep it going. You don't have before. to have a
1: plan with a beard. That's oh, the cool thing God. about it. Like, wow. you just don't even have to have a plan.
0: <laughs> was it that one last time? Uh, no. I let it go during the, during the, uh, the uncertain circumstances when I was off, off from work. And then I came back like a normal human and then I just decided in August I wasn't going to shave anymore or trim my beard and this is mm-hmm. this is what I'm what I've got. And then and then we had John Petrucci on the Everyman podcast a few weeks ago talking about uh, his new record and he he said something that really stuck in my head and it's kind of freaked me out. He was like you know, don't make it look like it's an accident. Like, he wasn't saying it to me, but he was just like, like, in general, like, make, if you're going to grow a beard out, like, do, be intentional with it. Now I'm like, oh, yeah. Now I'm like, oh, uh, John might be looking, you know, bad, man. what's that?
2: He's got the best inspirational beard lines ever. Oh, dude, dude, He's he's got... Oh, he dude. can <laughs> look like an accident. Own it.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Right. He's got a lot of good quotes on, on beard care, and I just oh, saw cool. he announced he's got some beard things. So now that's why I'm kind of thinking, mm-hmm. like, well, I kind of want to get the John Petrucci beard shit, so I'm probably going to just wait and then beard that. He should and,
2: drop a beard kit.
0: He, he did. He did. Oh, he did. Yeah. That's what that's I cool. said. And he goes, yeah, well... Good idea. I'm already doing it. <laughs> oh man. That's oh. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, dude. Cooking eggs is, is important for the everyman. Um oh, yeah. Hell it's, yeah, dude. it's a it's a good you know, we're talking about Cappuccino. flexing muscles. Yeah, cappuccinos. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, gotta get it there. Yeah. I mean these are these are these are things that uh, the young everyman and uh, you know, who knows, the young every woman might want to know how to really yeah. ensnare well, you know that.
3: I, I, I think uh, I think that uh, cooking is like just as heartfelt in art form as music is.
0: Oh yeah, there it is.
3: I think that it can be taken. <laughs> as- <look> at- Chance
0: is <laughs> gonna mock you later. They're up, they're just-
3: like, <laughs> like, no, seriously, you can you can cook a sad meal.
0: Yeah. You can. If you're if you're can. You what can do you guys do think that. is a sad meal? Daryl, what do you think would be a sad bro, meal? Bro, I'll tell you what a sad meal
1: is. And I'm I, I'm 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 going to say this because I used to be a host at IHOP, so I know what the fuck sad meals look like, bro. <laughs>
0: Dude, when did you work at IHOP?
1: Bro, what, dude, when I, dude, when you're in fucking college, you don't make any money as an athlete, bro. Like, you get, like, let, let's, I can't imagine
0: walking into an IHOP, bro, like, all dude, hammered were, and dude, seeing were, a guy your size at the front. Dude, at the front I was
1: taking seven credit hours during the summer because I wanted to graduate in three years from engineering, right? But, like. Outside of them paying for like room and board, like you're broke as shit in college, bro. So like you can't do I can't take a chick to the to the movies and I don't got any fucking money, man. You know what I mean? So like, dude, I wore the pancakes, dude. I worked my way up at I have too. Dude, I used to work wear, wear the pancake suit, like the outfit, like back in the day. Like used to have a big ass fucking like pancake yeah. out there with long socks, like fucking ushering people in to so like I worked my way up from that to host, and let me tell you what, it's fucking hard as hell to fold those napkins with the fucking silverware in there for every fucking, like, like dude. And, and also, so sad, so back to the whole thing, sad breakfast, sad meal, like vive la French toast, soggy as shit, too much butter, and like bacon that's just like bent over the side of the plate that looks like it needs a fucking self help self-help video. Yeah. That's a sad meal. That's a sad meal, big time. I'm telling you.
4: That
0: is so, that's gold. That's that is, just, that's making me sad. Jesus.
1: Bro, oh, 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 another thing too is like, you talk about cappuccino and eggs and shit like that. Like, it's all about presentation, right? Right, so if it's if, if presentation is a thing, if you like don't fuck fucking put enough parsley to like kind of spruce up this shit a little bit, that's a sad fucking meal. Here's another thing meal. too. You yeah. never, you gotta go all in. Chance, you know this. Zach, you know this. You got to fucking go all in with everything you do. If we're talking about it, its relationship to music, you guys go fucking all in. Number seven, you went all in on Dear Heaven, Dear Hell. You know, Dear, dear Hell, you all went all in. Fucking Smoking Mirrors, number ten on the album, you went all in, dude. You cannot. Not go all in on a meal, otherwise, it's just bogus, man. Why even fucking do it?
3: Why even yeah. start the meal in the first place? You're not
1: absolutely, right. dude. Absolutely, dude. If you're gonna do it to you, like pull tail, you gotta go all in so you can pull the tail.
0: Yeah, yeah, Cappuccino. <laughs> send it, send it. <laughs> I'll tell you. And 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 I can relate, dude, because there's like an element of like I love hosting barbecues here at our home because, like, one, I just love this, I love my smoker. And I love feeding the people that I love. You know, I wouldn't want to go work in a restaurant. I probably could if I like had to, I guess. But yeah. like there's a performative aspect of like having people over, getting a bunch of things together. You're planning, you're putting materials together. And like I said to my fiance one day, like the thing I really like to do is, is assemble things. Like whether it's a band in like, managing, like, you do this, you do this, we put this song together, and here's the plan, and we go do this, or, you know, just project management in my professional career, or putting, like, salt, pepper, brown sugar, you know what I mean? Like, putting those things together, heat, time, temperature equals brisket, like... There's like a performance going on there, and it, it is very. I, I do get what you're saying. Like, there's something similar, and like that's how like a lot of my hobbies are connected. Is like it's just it's all these things where I'm taking a bunch of shit and putting it together and then doing something with it. That's art. Yeah. Hell
1: yeah, bro.
3: <laughs> Food is definitely art. Yeah, man. No, that's that's awesome. Unless you're
0: like, uh, well, they what they call the subway sandwich artists? They have subway up mm-hmm. in Canada.
4: Yeah.
2: Exclusively. Yeah, did, you, did you know that Subway has the most chains out of any chain in the world? Yeah, they're like the world's what? largest restaurant. Yeah, it's kind Love of it. kinda of crazy to me. Yeah,
3: man. We got three here in town, I think.
2: Yeah, three in town. Wow,
0: Midland's it's, got I three have, subways.
2: Of seventeen thousand people. Like we don't need that many subways. Well,
0: there's probably a calculation, like every eight thousand people you've gotta yeah, have
2: it's so, it's so dumb. We have like five Tim Mortons, three subways, and not one Starbucks.
0: What's, so what's the yep. deal with Tim Hortons? Is That's it, is a tragedy, is it, is it, bro. Is it all it's cracked up to be? Like you
2: guys like super hyped on that? I'm sorry. If I'm I should... so glad we agree on this. If I, most... if
3: I shouldn't say this or not, but uh, Tim Hortons sucks. It's really the worst. They suck. They're they the are the worst... most
2: inconsistent like chain
3: ever. You know what I said? I went
2: to get their brand new roast beef sandwich yesterday. They're Like sorry, we're out of uh, the crispy onions. I go on. I'm like, no worries, give yeah. it to me. It was okay. Then today i went to a different tim hortons i grabbed the roast beef sandwich again they don't even tell me this time no no crispy onions i'm like what the hell What oh, are you doing wow they didn't put it in like they just yeah. fucking didn't put it in and i'm oh that's just, ass bro Peak of the iceberg these guys have never performed whether it's the napkins they forget or the ratios they're screwing up the drinks I, I uh, can't go off enough about these guys. Listen, and we need to commend <laughs> to Tim Hortons. They barely ever, they
3: barely ever have anything that you, if you had something in your head and you're like, I want to get this from Tim Hortons, you pull up, they don't have
4: it. Oh no. <laughs> oh <laughs> man. Oh, no. You, know, uh,
3: now, oh you know, no. you know what I do now? Every time I pull up to a Tim Hortons drive through I say, Hey, how's it going? What do you have? Yeah, Because, <laughs> 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 They don't have... It's easier for them to list off the things they do have <laughs> for, for you to ask, like, 20 different yeah. 20 different questions and for them to say, sorry, we don't have that. Sorry, our ice machine's down. Sorry. Oh, yeah. oh we got no ice. Dude. Yeah.
4: That's,
3: that's
0: fucking horrible, man. That's like trying to get a Sunday at McDonald's. I hate, so. to, I hate to talk badly
2: about a Canadian company, but they're not even owned by the Yeah, family. doesn't, like, Burger King no. own them now, I think?
0: Yeah, the, the same company that owns Burger King owns Timor. Yeah, Mr. Yum or, or, or whatever. Like Wow! I'll tell you what. Next, next time the Falsette boys come on the pod, we're just gonna have to we, we're going have to do forty five minutes on uh, Tim Hortons and their inconsistencies. This yeah, is unbelievable. Dude. Well, I
1: will tell you what. If Burger King if I, owns I them, me, and it...
2: I was actually thinking about making a documentary on how bad Tim Hortons is today. Oh. I guess we're talking about this. Listen, if I, if I was ever if I ever had the money, that like Bill Gates does, my first mission would be to replace every Tim
0: Hortons in Canada with a Starbucks. There um, you go. Dude. there you go that's good uh, yeah but you know starbucks food is garbage yeah this food is garbage but yeah but you know what you're
1: great. getting at starbucks though like you're not yeah but you it's know, still right? 14 dollars. So like,
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're gonna get a homeless guy uh doing something unseemly in the bathroom and a 14 dollar pita sandwich it's that's that's the, the starbucks special right there allegedly yeah, okay. yeah that's i'll tell you man that's uh nothing worse than like having a hankering for a fast food item and Getting there and they've got nothing for it. It's like Daryl's been trying to get the Wendy's breakfast. I've been telling them how Bro, great this shit like, is. He
1: can't I'm get it. Out here, they, still have, they still don't have breakfast at Wendy's here. And I've seen commercials already. So good. That's fucking Bush League, man. I don't like it. I don't like it at all.
0: Yeah. It is. Right back. Should be illegal. Should be. The false really advertising should. of it. So, Zach, I'll tell you what, man. I think you are a, uh, a bright and talented individual. And I think you uh I think you got a good head on your shoulders towards what you're kind of what you're doing and, and your and your goals and perspective on on music. Um so what are your like what's your kind of your practice routine now like to, to, to keep your, your vocals where they need to be?
3: Well, I'm always writing too, right? So uh my practice routine kind of falls into my writing because it takes up like almost all my time when I'm not with these guys. Um but I also do teach guitar lessons right now too. So uh, I'm teaching a lot of guitar, writing a lot of songs and also working on the band with these guys like three or four days a week. So uh, my vocal practice is really integrated into that entire system. I, uh, I'm always like, I have a booth booth at my house and I'm always uh, recording vocals and trying new things and stuff. Um, But if there was a plan to have a tour or something, I would, probably up the ante and be practicing the set. But for right now, I don't see the point in practicing our entire album every day or even a few times a week, if I'm always singing and writing songs and stuff like that. So yeah, you don't want to, you don't want to overdo it. Yeah. I don't want to overdo it. Cause I'm, I also, some of the new stuff I'm writing is I, there's, there's a lot more vocal technique going on. So I'm, uh, I'm working on a few really cool vocal things and uh really happy with how it's turning out so far.
4: Sweet.
0: So, Is there any vocalists that you kind of look at as like uh, inspirations to you specifically, or that you kind of want to, yeah. you know, want to work towards?
3: 100%. I think uh, Eddie better. That's, that's like my guy, man. That's always been an inspiration to me. And um, you know, like, like what Daryl was saying earlier, how you just, you take, you take something in and you <laughs> you listen to it for 12 hours straight before you move on to the next. I think I've always appreciated his vocal style and performance and, uh, you know, his his whole take on live performance and stuff like that, and I really strive for that. I think that's that's something I really, really dig, and I've stuck with that. I don't change it up as much as people would think, you know? But, yeah, oh, I, had to I had to pick one. one. <laughs>
0: That's cool, man. That's not something I would I would uh, immediately suspect after listening to to your vocals. You know, that's but, you yeah, know, yeah. it's yeah. um. Sometimes you get inspiration from a lot of different places. You know,
2: yeah, yeah, man. Like I wouldn't have imagined that either when like I hear Zach's vocals and then he tells me what he was influenced by. I'm like, what? Like that? Doesn't <laughs> make my but then I listen to. I'm
0: a big Beyonce
2: the- fan. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, when he tells me his like influences, and then I listen to his songs, that's when I hear more of it for
0: sure. Look nice. at that poor. and he's a talented—he's uh, a, a talented barista as well. Oh yeah. Look at that. That's a nice. Yeah, actually, <laughs> kind of got sideways on you. Yeah. Love it. Started good, got cocky.
3: Yeah. You know, he's the bartender. Yeah. So. Look at that. Wow. Oh. I used to have him pour my beers for me. Yeah. yeah. I was a bartender briefly as well.
0: Really. Oh. Yeah. How'd that work out for you? A lot, of, get a lot of uh, tips.
3: Well, we were actually, yeah, we were working at the same place, and uh, we had we, we used to have these private parties for uh, firefighters and you know companies and groups or whatever. Oh. And uh, they used to come in and everything was like drink tickets, right? So it was like drink ticket, grab a beer, drink ticket, grab a vodka soda, whatever. Shout
2: out to uh, Andre Sanche and Sybilette AC. Yes. Best restaurant in the world, seriously. And in, now. They went bankrupt, yeah. but it's oh, uh, definitely uh, the best, best guys ever, best owner I've ever worked with and best restaurant ever. It was like a little boutique cafe sort of uh, dinner, dinner yeah. restaurant, but it was like all craft beers from like Ontario breweries, and it was all really good food, all local-based, and uh, promote local was their slogan, <laughs> and yep. it was just a really cool uh, spot.
0: You,
3: it know was what was, awesome. you know what was really cool about that place too? Not a single TV. No, I ah to. yeah, that is wow.
0: cool. Like, yeah. We actually have like, to talk to each other.
3: It was like, yo, let's have a
0: conversation. That's great, man. Nice. So well, as we as we um, uh as we wind down here, guys, I got one last question I want to ask you. So um what is the most Canadian thing about you guys? What do you think that uh that the world would think is the most Canadian thing about <laughs> yeah. you? Yeah.
3: Most Canadian thing. Uh we say sorry. I did Hello. hear
0: that earlier. It made me, made me smile inside Basically,
2: and out. I'm the worst for it, too. Like, I say it more than my Canadian friends say it. Like, I'm not trying to be a nice guy. It just pops out sometimes. Yeah, it's, it's almost I'm like... I'm like, sorry. No, I'm not. Like, I'm not Fuck sorry. you. I'm not sorry. I mean, I'm like, I'm sorry for saying that,
0: you know? Yeah.
3: So. Yeah. No, it's funny. So that's a real
0: that. thing, huh? Yeah.
3: And everybody does it without even blinking an eye. Like, it's, you know, you hold, if you're holding the door open for somebody, that's Canadian. You know you're doing it right if you're holding the door open for somebody. Or, like, a crowd of people, and you're just like, yeah, go ahead. And you're, like, in your head, you're like, Fuck <laughs> you, but, like, I'm Canadian, so yeah. I'm going I'm to continue holding it.
1: Yeah.
2: That's beautiful. Ch- Chivalry. That's yeah.
1: Love it.
3: For real, Justin, besides
2: that, like, there's little, like, Canadian things we do every once in a while that we can, like, point out about each other. But, honestly, besides it's all being from Canada, there's nothing – about set that really yells Canada.
0: I know, I mean, and, and and like the music, it's it doesn't yeah. make a difference.
2: I think it, that's it, true for almost everything Canadian because we're our societies and culture are so similar to the states, and our ways of life are so similar. Yep. This whole Western side of the world, we all live very similarly. So when we produce art, it's there's not much different. There's not different qualities to it really, um, unless you're full-on like out trying to sound Canadian then you don't really hear
0: it you know well listen Jim Carrey Nickelback Pamela Anderson Shania Twain come on mm. you know what I mean just saying a couple of good exports not bad yeah. hey man I'm I'm. we're both proud to be Canadian for sure that's awesome oh, yeah. man that's awesome. We, we it here. it's a great place to live Yeah, it's, it certainly sounds like it so fellas um What's the best way to keep up with you guys individually? What's the best way to keep up with the band? Give me give me all the plugs. Feed me. All
3: well, us on social media. At Set Co. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. YouTube. YouTube. Spotify.
2: TikTok. Everybody. Apple Music. We got it all. Mm-hmm. We really want to thank you guys for having us on here. Like It's always a blast talking to you guys. And you guys have always been so kind to us, so. First and foremost, thank you to you guys. Oh, thank pleasure.
0: you, it's our pleasure. We're, we're big fans of you guys as, as people. Zach, it's been great getting to know you, man. I, I consider you a bro now, and uh, you know Good Chance, man. obviously, man, you're my bro. And um, Daryl, the biggest bro of all. You know, we're all in the every Cosmo man Fanoon up, together. bro. And, we're all bros.
2: Uh, that's right. <laughs> and,
0: and, I, and we 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 truly love the record. Um, all those links, all those all that social media. It's going to be in the show notes, so scroll up if you're listening on, on the podcast app. If you're in the YouTube, look at how handsome we all are. Click the links below. If you haven't subscribed yet, subscribe. Hit the little bell. You slam that like. You know, I think that's what they do. You know, slam the bell and finger the like. Do all that stuff. Um, Chance, Zach, thank you guys for being here. Wish you the best. And uh, new music. Right around the corner. Hell yeah. Hell yeah All man. right, boys. Have a good one.
3: All right, one. Boys. Thanks, boys. Good talking to you, eh? Eat hey. You, Cheers. Good.
0: See ya.